my beloved i want to welcome you again to this podcast this is going to be a very short podcast and i uh just going to be a conversation between me and you and it's going to be a conversation that i want us to have with an open mind and before we have this conversation i would like to say a quick prayer heavenly father it is time for you to show yourself elohim show yourself that the interest of your word will give light today in the name of jesus christ of nazareth we worship you my father take absolute control that whosoever that is under the sound of my voice that the holy spirit will minister to them and administer light to their minds in the name of jesus christ amen amen my beloved something has been pressing me for a while and I, and I felt the need to speak on this topic. And, and I want you to pay close attention to what I'm about to say because I'm about to shake a lot of tables. And I was in a conversation with somebody one of these days and then they said, Oh, that church is boring. I wouldn't want to go to that church. I don't want to go to that church because that church is boring. And I looked at myself and said, ask myself, what generation are we in? I'm asking you today, what kind of Christianity did you receive? What kind of Holy Ghost did you receive? When you gave your life to Christ, what kind of software was downloaded on your soul? Was it the same Holy Ghost? Was it the same Holy Ghost? And this is something I hear quite a lot. Don't, uh, don't make Christianity boring. Well, I don't make Christianity boring. I don't, I don't like to go to a boring church. My, my, my point to you, my question I, I keep asking you is, what brand of Christianity did you receive? What brand of Christianity did you receive? What brand of the Holy Ghost did you receive? That you're looking for something external to spice it up. So, this, we're not talking about a goosey soup here. Or we're talking about rice. Or we're not talking about some nice meal cooked. We're talking about life. We're talking about life. The Bible says in the book of Genesis, the Bible said the Holy Spirit gave, gave life in the beginning. Remember, the Bible says that God breathed into Adam. And God bred into Adam and he became a living being. So when you receive Jesus as a Lord and personal Savior, there is a new life. The Bible, about the Bible said that we become a new creation. That is a life that the Lord breathes into you that you get living from. I don't know if somebody is listening for me. And that life does not need external influences. And that life does not need external contacts, external influences to make it a good life. It does not need that to make it a life that is worth living. Are you listening to me? The book of Job chapter 34 verse 14 says, If it were his intention, are you listening to me? I'm reading, I'm reading from, uh, uh, from NIV. If it were his intention and he withdrew his spirit and bread, all mankind will perish together and man will return to dust. So what kind of influence are you depending on to make you feel good? You go to church just to showcase how you, how you dress. Or you go to church expressing to them to play high life. 
every day so you can dance and dance and dance. So, so many people have expected the church to be a club. To be a nightclub. I don't understand what is going on with our generation today. I do not understand what is going on today with our generation. The book of John chapter 3 verse 6 and 7. It says, human can reproduce only human life. I'm, I'm ready for, uh, for New Living Translation. It says, humans can reproduce only human life. But the Holy Spirit gives new life from heaven. So don't be surprised at any statement that you must be born again. You must be born again. You must be born again. There's something called born again. You have been born. You are born afresh. You are a new being. You don't need anything to spice it up. John chapter 6 verse 63 says, In the spirit who gives life, the flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak to you are spirit and they are life. Lord Jesus, what is going on? The words I speak to you are spirit and they are life. It doesn't need any external influence. You don't need to conform with the world. You don't need to agree with the things of the world. You don't need to imbibe the things of the world to feel alive. To feel lively. Because the spirit that is in you is life. Is somebody listening to me? The spirit that is in you is life. Oh my God. Oh, help us, Lord, today. Help me, Lord, today. I have some, I'm, I'm talking to you today. Book of 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 6. I say, who has made us competent? Listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. Who has made us competent to be ministers of the of a new covenant? Not to be the letter, but of, of the spirit. For the letter do what? Kills. But the spirit gives life. Hallelujah. I, I feel like running crazy here. Because you, you need to understand. I, I keep asking people, what have you received? <laughs> what version of the spirit did you receive? What uh, I, I don't understand. I don't understand where the poor needs to feel that they need to conform with the world. They feel so much need to ab- ab- adopt the the, the, the the things of the world when we're supposed to be we're supposed to be different. We're called Christians because they looked at us and said, "Hey, these people behave differently." So they call Christian because it means Christ-like. Jesus did not need external influence to, to live his life. So, I ask you again, what version of the Holy Spirit do you have? What version of the Holy Spirit did you get? What version of the Holy Spirit did you get? Romans chapter 8 verse 11 said, If the Spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, now, now that's why I asked you, what spirit did you receive? You have to ask yourself, did I even receive the Spirit of God? Am I truly born again? Did I receive the Holy Spirit? Did I receive the Holy Spirit? The Bible says, if the Spirit, Romans chapter 8 verse 11, I'm reading the English Standard Version. It says, if the Holy Spirit, if the Spirit of Him 
who raised Jesus from the dwell dwells in you. So my question is, what spirit dwells in you? He who raised Jesus from the dead will also give you life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. The spirit of God Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. 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 The Holy Spirit gave life to the first man, Adam. And after the body of Adam was formed from the ground, it was the Spirit of God who gave, who came into his lifeless body. And made him a living being. The Spirit of God gives life to all things. So, what spirit did you receive? That's my question to you today. The Bible says that the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and what? And joy through who the holy ghost so again i ask you what kind of software do you have downloaded in your system what kind of spirit do you have what did you what kind of spirit did you receive so how can i have the holy ghost and i'm looking for Stains around to spice it up. Yes, <laughs> My father, my father, my father, my father. It is high time we begin to focus on the things that matter. With the activities of the world going on right now, things that are happening on daily basis that are confirming, confirming the prophecies of the end and. At the end time, the Bible says, No one knoweth when this will happen. It will happen like a thief in the night, in the middle of the night. It says, One will be taken from the other. The atrocity is going on in the world right now. We are prophesied, and prophecies upon prophecies and prophecies, the prophecies are being fulfilled. So that's why I'm asking you today to re examine yourself and ask yourself. Did I really receive the Holy Spirit? Or is my own different? <laughs> is it the same Holy Spirit that the apostles died for? Peter was crucified upside down. Some of them were thrown into boiling oil. But they refused to renounce Jesus. Some of us today, a little hunger, a little thirst, a little temptation here and there, a little thing here and there, we give up Jesus. A little temptation here and there. You act, you drop the Bible aside. Let's finish this and then we'll pick up the Bible. You completely forget. You completely forget the spirit that you have. Again, I ask, what kind of spirit do you have? What kind of spirit did you receive? Our forefathers, our fathers and our great-grandfathers. Receive the same spirit and they didn't need any external influence to, 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 to spice up their Christianity. They were filled with the Holy Ghost and with power. 
Or weren't they young as then? I remember my father gave birth to, uh, gave his life to Christ in, in when he was a teenager. So does that mean that does that mean that the version of the Holy Ghost we receive today is diluted? Is a gyration Holy Spirit? Is it a gyration Holy Spirit? Amen. The Bible of Acts of the Apostles, chapter 10, verse 44 to 47. While Peter was still saying these things, the Holy Spirit fell up on all who heard the word. That is my prayer today. As I speak today, may the Holy Spirit fall upon whosoever that, has li- that is listening. Whosoever that he has cared to listen, may the Holy Spirit fall upon you. I continue to read. And the Bible says, And the believers from among the circumcised who had come with Peter were amazed. <laughs> Do people look at you and are amazed at the wonders of God that is doing in your life? Or are you just part of the crowd too? Some of what people cannot separate us from who? For, 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 from you as a Christian. People cannot separate us from you as a Christian to any other person on the road, on the side road. Bible said they looked at Peter and they were what? Amazed. Why? Why were they amazed? Because the gift of the Holy Spirit was poured out even on the Gentiles. For they were hearing them speaking in tongues and extolling God. Then Peter declared, Can anyone withhold water? for baptism for these people who have received the Holy Spirit as we have. Are you listening? As we have. So, Paul, uh, Peter could identify the Spirit on them as the Spirit that they do have also. So, it's an identifying identification thing. It's not a judgment thing. When you see this person one that has the same spirit as you have, you recognize it. Peter recognized that these people have received the same Holy Spirit just as they have. Have you received the same Holy Spirit just like the apostles did? Or are you busy looking at life and looking at things that will make you feel good? So, which spirit did you receive? Which spirit have you received? That's what I'm asking you today. The people that received that are sort of old. You can see them reading the Bible. They didn't need any external features, any external influences to detect their Christianity. They didn't need anything of the world to dictate who they were. Who are you? What's your identification? Do people look at you and are amazed? Or are you kind of, kind of Christian that goes to Bible study and sits for five minutes and you your attention span is lost? 
<laughs> you lose your attention span. <laughs> oh, but you can watch movies from season one to season ten. For hours watching movies, but you can't spend an hour in the presence of God. No, we have not received that spirit. We have not received that spirit. The Bible says, For God had not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of sound mind. So if you receive the Holy Spirit, depression is gone. Sin is gone. Anxiety is gone. Anger is gone. This the spirit of God can light and darkness cannot walk together. The Bible says, Can two walk together as uh, except they agree? Can two walk together except they agree? So once the spirit of God comes into your life, it washes others away. You become a new creation. All things have passed away. Remember, all things have become new. Please do not take that spirit for granted. Please do not take that spirit for granted. When we experience the joy of the Holy Spirit, we taste the joy that is at the core of ultimate reality. For when we are born again by the Spirit, the Bible says in John chapter 3, verse, verses 6 to 7, the Bible says that which is born of flesh is flesh, and that is born of spirit is spirit. Do not marvel that I said these things to you. You must be what? Born again. There must be a renewal of the mind and not of the flesh. People must be able to tell still apart you of old and you of new. We this gift we receive is an astounding and incredible and empowering and priceless gift of the Holy Spirit who resides in us just as Jesus Christ promised. Remember the book of John chapter 14 verse 16 to 17 he said, I will ask the Father I will give you another helper to be with you forever. Even the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him nor knows him. You know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. So when you have him in you, you are conscious of the way you move. You are conscious of the interactions you have. You are conscious of the people that are surround you. You are conscious of you're conscious of your personality. Because you have the Holy Spirit not only with you, but in you. Amen. John chapter 17, verse 20 21 says, And when the Holy Spirit dwells in us, the Father and the Son dwell in us, and we in them. So there's the unity. This, this alone makes me happy. This alone gives me joy. 
This alone wants to make me jump up and dance. I don't need any external thing to make me happy. I don't need the things of this world to make me happy. So many of us think, oh my God, oh my God, I live in a one-bedroom apartment. Oh my God, I see my mate living in three-bedroom. I see them living in duplexes. I see them living here. Living tying your heart with the things of the world and, and then pushing yourself to sorrow. The Bible said, oh, all those are vanity upon vanity. All is what? Vanity. this news alone that the Holy Spirit dwells in us and the Father and the Son dwells in us do you know what that means? do you know what it means that the Father dwells in me? who am I? (laughs) who am I that the Father dwells in me? the Lord is coming the alarm is ringing. The alarm is ringing. The alarm is ringing. The opposition of the book of John chapter 14 verse 23. It says, If anyone loves me, he will keep my word. And my father will love him. And we will come to him and make our home with him. The Bible says in Job chapter 15 verse 11, it says, These things I have spoken to you, that you may, that, that my joy may be in you. So you see why I, I say what I say? If you receive the spirit, depression is a thing of the past. If you receive the spirit, anxiety is a thing of the past. If you receive the spirit, anger is a thing of the past. If you receive the spirit, all forms of this thing will be a thing of the past. Allowing the spirit to renew your mind. Oh. Thank you, Jesus. This brings us a very unique experience of joy. That we as Christians, we as Christians must experience by the power of the Holy Spirit, even in this age and time. Look at the book of Romans chapter 15 verse 13. This makes me happy. Oh, this makes me happy. I'm going to round up by saying Romans chapter 15 verse 13. Oh, okay. I have one more. I have one more verse. I'm so excited, my people. Romans chapter 15 verse 13 said, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace. Oh, my father, I pray for anybody experiencing anything that is not joy and peace right now. I don't care to exalt the name of whatever they are going through right now. I declare that the peace and the joy of the Lord will dwell upon them right now. In the name of Jesus Christ. May the hope, the God of hope, fill you. He says, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that by the power of the Holy Spirit you may abound in hope. So there is hope. There is hope. I'm going to read again Romans chapter 5 verse 1 to 2. So since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ 
through him we have also obtained access by faith into his grace in which we stand we rejoice in hope of the glory of god and hope does not put us to shame because god's love has been poured into our hearts through the holy spirit who has been given to us joy's love god's love has been poured into our heart through the holy spirit has been given to us so we don't need the joy of the world you don't need to you don't need to be politically correct just to please the world you don't need to imbibe the the, the word, worldly beats and worldly dance and worldly songs into the church just to make people feel good and make and make people feel feel excited no there's a joy that flows in within the Bible says that we have obtained access by faith into his grace that alone excites me I wake up in the morning and say thank you Lord today because I have access because I have access by faith into your grace so stand firm stand firm beloved because you have access into his faith though you have not seen him you love him though you do not see him you believe in him and rejoice with joy that is inexpressible filled with glory obtaining the outcome of our faith the salvation of our souls I just read 1 Peter chapter 1 verse 8 to 9 hope in the glory of God and God's grace the Holy Spirit is described as the hope in the glory of God's grace it's received by faith filled with us with a deep joy in the spirit I want to pray for some people right now I don't know wherever you are just bow down your head and let's, t- let's, let's go to the Lord in prayer Heavenly Father will give you all the glory thank you for the access you have given to us to grace through our faith we ask Lord that your spirit will fill our hearts have mercy upon us forgive us and forgive our ignorance so many of us today that have conformed with the world have been part of the world today we are coming back to you and saying Lord have mercy and fill us with your spirit fill us with the spirit of joy and of hope with the alarm bells ringing we don't want to be left behind help us Lord we ask this ask that the Holy Spirit will rest upon him everybody listening at the sound of my voice right now you will notice yourself some of you begin to sweat right now some of you may begin to cry some of you may begin to receive some begin to hear the word of the Lord that is the Holy Spirit is ministering to you right now yes Lord may the Holy Spirit rest upon everyone listening to my, kind of my voice right now 
May the grace of the Lord rest upon them right now. May the hope of the Lord rest upon them right now. May they begin to experience a newness of life like never before. May the Holy Spirit attend to them. May the grace of the Holy Spirit attend to them. We ask this. So my, my beloved, remember, you receive this by faith. Father, take absolute control, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So our Heavenly Father is looking up to you now. Remember, the Bible says, Seeing therefore this great crowd of witnesses, let us therefore do what lay aside every weight and sin that clings so closely and let us run with perseverance the race that is set before us looking to jesus the pioneer the perfecter of our faith so we are surrounded by a great crowd of witnesses so you don't if you don't think that there are people that are the great crowd of witnesses that are applauding you and saying come on girl come on christian come on john Come on, Sarah. Come on, Peter. Come on. Keep running. Just like you see people shedding people off in the race. You have great kind of witnesses. So don't give up. Keep walking. Lay aside that weight. Every weight, whatsoever it is. And let us run with perseverance, the race I said before us. Thank you very much, my people. And may God bless you. If you have not subscribed, please go ahead and subscribe. And God will bless you very good. Amen. Thank you. Have a good one. I'll see you later. Bye-bye.